0: welcome to another episode of our podcast indiana is ag plus bio plus science it's presented by agronovas indiana and inside indiana business i'm gary dick the host of inside indiana business also the host of this weekly podcast where we have in-depth conversations with leaders innovators and also entrepreneurs uh, in indiana's ag bioscience sector it's the sector where food agriculture science and technology converge this week, excited to sit down with Chris Lowry. Chris is Senior Vice President of Workforce Development at Ivy Tech Community College. And Chris, as always, uh, great to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Gary, thanks for having me. Always great to see you. Um, talk a little bit. we like to get some insight into how uh, folks get to where they are. Your path, I know you had substantial uh, background in the private sector and some high-profile positions there, but talk about your path to uh, Ivy Tech Community College.
1: Well, sure. I, I think it's probably a rather circuitous route, but uh, you know, I I'd been with the college for five years. I think originally you and I probably got to know each other when I was at Hillenbrand. was there for 20 years. And uh, as with a, a lot of advanced manufacturing companies, went through kind of the whole uh, managerial training cycle, you know, everything you would expect from HR to strategy and marketing and, and so forth. Um, and prior to that was in public policy at both the State House and in Washington. So my blend of background in coming to the college was really uh, – the private sector, uh, public policy, but then also education. I spent 12 years on a school board uh, in Batesville, Mm -hmm. uh, seven years as the president. And and during that time, we we declared a truth that we wanted to be one of the best school corporations Mm -hmm. in the state and and set out to do that. And it was during that time that we really created in our community and in our part of the state, a really rich relationship with Ivy Tech. And then lo and behold, I Mm -hmm. uh, ended up being recruited to the college. And then uh, three years ago, Sue Elsperman, who had, uh, gosh, you know, been a sort of Mm -hmm. a public policy and business partner through the years asked me to take on this senior leadership role essentially chief workforce officer for the college
0: yeah Uh, We've had Sue on the podcast, Scott Caldwell uh, as well, but remind our listeners about the scope of Ivy Tech Community College because the system, I think, you know, everyone knows the name Ivy Tech, uh, but I think maybe not a lot of people know how substantial that footprint and that presence is around the state of Indiana.
1: Yeah, Gary, and thank you for asking me to do that. Uh, Ivy Tech is unique. We are the largest singly accredited community college in the nation. So with that uh, comes scale, and it also comes... uh, with that comes the ability to to take new ideas, new policies, new concepts, uh, and drive those out across the state. We serve uh, about 100,000 students, uh, plus uh, over 60,000 dual credit students in over 400 high schools across the state. We have 18 campuses, 40-some total locations, about 8,000 faculty and staff, so it's a substantially sized organization. And and when you really think about what we're trying to do and the mission we're trying to serve, we are really aiming at that Lumina, the Lumina Foundation's mm-hmm. 60% post-secondary attainment goal, uh, helping, um, helping bring Indiana to the point where 60% of our working-age adults have a credential beyond high school, because that's, that, frankly, that's what the economy requires mm-hmm. today and is only going to be the case even more so as we go ahead, um, and also helping to do our part in preparing uh, at least 50,000 Hoosiers a year to have credentials to meet the needs of the labor market. That's an ambitious goal, uh, obviously. Are you, are you <laughs> getting
0: there? I mean, are you on the path? How, how would you characterize uh, where things stand in that regard?
1: Yeah, Gary, we are on the path, and, and it is going well, um, you know, 2 years ago our state board of trustees adopted a new strategic plan and we said to look uh, to really serve Indiana's economy that's about there are about a half a million jobs we're going to have to help fill break that down simple math about 50,000 a year when we started this process um, Uh, Ivy Tech had about 20,000 credentials it was awarding a year. The next year, the number jumped to uh, 25,000 roughly. This year, and we're not done with the count yet, we're around 28,000 credentials. So that's everything from industrial certifications to associate degrees. And we think once we get the industrial certifications counted in there, uh, we'll be well over 30,000 credentials. And as you might tell, I'm kind of uh, reserving a little bit there. I think it's going to be substantially more than that. So the curve and the trajectory is actually ahead of schedule. Um, And I think even more importantly, Gary, those credentials are now in high-demand, high-wage fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just looked at some, some numbers yesterday for some analyses and looked at the growth, particularly in areas that relate to all of this, ag bioscience. And as we look at uh, distinct areas that connect to it, whether it's in IT, whether it's in the ag bioscience-based advanced manufacturing and so forth, we're seeing significant growth in those areas. And frankly, a decline in those areas where there is less uh, demand uh, in the marketplace and where they're tends to be oversupply, especially from a higher ed kind of standpoint.
0: Talk about, talk about how Ivy Tech really does fit in uh, to the bigger picture. We hear a lot today about technology uh, and innovation converging, uh, and certainly that's the case in the ag biosciences, uh, sectors full of tech, science, data specialists, even marketers. How does Ivy Tech uh, prepare uh, for these changing workforce opportunities and really create relative programs, Because or relevant programs, because that's what it's all about, You know, companies, organizations, Uh, want to see, uh, want to get talent that fits their particular needs. Yeah,
1: absolutely, Gary. You know, starting about three years ago when we stood up this part of the college, we we really reorganized and said, look, we have got to focus on essentially three things, aligning, engaging, and advancing. So aligning with our partners, first starting with employers. So what are employers needing today? What do they see that they're needing tomorrow? Um, uh, Engaging in a really employer-centric and student-centric manner, and then advancing along a demand-driven curve. We instituted, starting now about two and a half years ago, supply and demand analyses for every one of our programs at every one of our campuses across the entire state. And we began classifying them in, in the simplest of terms uh, from a supply and demand standpoint. So was supply vastly exceeding demand? And if so, now you know what that means. That means shrinking programs or perhaps even eliminating some where market demand just isn't there. And on the other side of that, looking at where there's just this vast demand and all those areas you mentioned, you know, the demand is, you know, just far exceeding what the supply is. So we began, we, we began to adjust our programs accordingly and right-size them to meet the needs of the marketplace. So we utilize data, um, principally from EMSI or EMSI, which happens to be owned by Strata Education here in Indianapolis, great company who supplies most of our demand data. And then we triangulate that out with individual employers at the community level, and then uh, what I would say are thought leaders and aggregators across the state. We meet quarterly with a group we call the thought leaders, not very original, mm-hmm. but it really indicates who they are from each one of the key sectors. And then we have a leadership team, report to me, vice presidents who own, if you will, those distinct marketplaces, but then they work together because we understand all of that's blurring.
0: As you look at uh, talent gaps uh, that uh, that exist around the state of Indiana, what needs to be filled? Um, what uh, what potential do you see for the AG bioscience talent pipeline uh, in the state because every sector uh, has a need for talent as you look at the AG bioscience pipeline where do you see opportunities
1: yeah I think the opportunities are vast um, it, you know again recency effect uh, is is with me today I had a a, a great conversation yesterday I can't say with whom right now, but an innovator here in Indiana. And the entire conversation was about autonomous vehicles. Mm -hmm. And he knows our team fairly well. And and we were talking about the next session we need to have and bringing in more of his folks, more of the team that I work with. And um, he started mentioning individuals on my team. and, And what we concluded was, yeah, we need our vice president from the IT sector at the table we need our vice president from the advanced manufacturing sector we need our vice president right you get the point from the logistics sector all of these different folks at the table because this is really blurry when you think about autonomous vehicles um, and our friends at agronovas or at the ffa and others remind us look the first folks that were using autonomous vehicles were out in the field um you know it's kind of a cool thing to think about automobiles and so forth and we're all just getting to touch that a little bit ourselves as consumers well you know, that's been happening out in the field for a long time. So the, the ag bioscience world really blur these. Um, and and then when you think about uh, the, whole, the whole list of the alphabet soup, if you will, AI, uh, you know, artificial intelligence, augmented reality, virtual reality, Internet of Things, they are all tied uh, in what ag bioscience is doing. I think that's going to be lifted up next week at the Forbes conference. But, you know, all of those um, capabilities are squarely centered. And then when you think about just the business aspect of it Um, I I know we had one of our colleagues from Purdue with you earlier well you know the ag bioscience world has to also be looking at uh, the informatics school an informatics school students at Indiana University need to be thinking about ag bioscience because they're just incredible potentials or you know those bright students at the Kelly School or you know just thinking of IU or the folks at the Miller school at Ball State are these you know just super business students who are who are going to find all kinds of interesting opportunities in in um, mm-hmm. AG bioscience that they never would have thought of probably yeah. previously
0: based on what you're saying based on your personal background too it would it be accurate to say in your opinion that the the, the the ability to be successful in this endeavor is dependent upon a cooperation of the the so-called three-legged stool public sector private sector academic so uh, institutions all coming together
1: yeah you know it really is and you know gary i saw that firsthand at, at hill and brand and again what an interesting company i think a lot of hoosiers might think oh the hill and brand they're the ones that own the casket right. company well a, and as you know today that's that's a small portion of what they do they are a, they are a global industrial uh company, you know, 40 countries, you know, Mm -hmm. just a a, a large institution, which actually happens to reach into the ag bioscience area. Mm. Um, I recall working on a project with them when I was still there in Kansas City, or excuse me, in the state of Kansas, where the blurring of what you just described resulted from uh, a partnership between Kansas State University, Mm -hmm. the state of Kansas, the U.S. Department of Commerce, and the subsidiary owned by Hillenbrand. Well, we're seeing that all over the state of Indiana Mm -hmm. today, too. Uh, We see it at our campuses. We see it, uh, the blurring not only of the public uh, education and the private sector, but also uh, philanthropy. Mm Just before coming in here to talk with you, I hopped off of a call with uh, some fellow board members with Gleaners. I'm on the Gleaners Food Bank. And one of the specific things about which we talked for almost 20 minutes were collaborative partnerships. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as an example, at our Noblesville location uh, just up the road, we have in, in a facility, higher ed, uh, reaching into K-12, uh, private businesses partnering with us like crazy, a Gleaner's food bank location, and the Indiana Department of Workforce Development—it's it's alive, and it's yeah. alive all over the state. And um, yeah, that that's what's going to take to to really make sure our economy is thriving as we go forward.
0: Final question for you, Chris, and that's uh, just giving back. Why you feel it is important for you personally, but also the Ivy Tech, uh, to really connect with organizations. Ivy Tech is an investor, importantly, for this conversation uh, in Novas. You chair the Career Coaching and Navigation Action Team for Governor Holcomb's uh, Workforce Cabinet, uh, chair of the Board of Trustees of the Sagamore uh, Institute, uh, the uh, the think tank. Why is that important?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, I guess I subscribe to a philosophy that, um, and it's certainly articulated by uh, a others well before me that there is this blend when we think about the human condition uh... the ability to thrive you know, economic vitality that sometimes involves relief uh... it often uh... does involve opportunity and and ultimately there's some kind of transformation that takes mm-hmm. place and I'm, by the way i'm kind of stealing from arthur brooks there mm-hmm. and um, with uh, you know uh... Tip of the hat to him. But if you think about the different organizations we've discussed today, sometimes folks need relief, but at the same time are seeking opportunity. So we might have, for example, a student who, who is trying to, to do the next thing, you know, get that credential, a better job, a career. Uh, but they also happen to be in a place where they are experiencing food insecurity or in their family. So blending those things together, we have to think about recognizing that uh, others have their expertise. Uh, Agrinovus, oh my goodness, they, they are the ag bioscience experts in the nation. And the ability to blend that work with the work of Ivy Tech, with the work of what government is doing and often not for profits, just to me sends a signal and, and a recognition that we, we can't do these things alone. And that's not to be tried and kind of pull on an old phrase, but that is the reality that to, to really think about this, if I think about your earlier construct of the public sector, the private sector and education, to me that's sort of like one plus one equals three and three quarters mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. four or five, right. right, when we do this right.
0: Chris Lowery is Senior Vice President of Workforce Development at Ivy Tech Community College. Uh, Chris, thank you very much for taking the time to be on our podcast this week for your insights into the ag biosciences uh, and uh, all that you're doing for Indiana uh, as well. Well, the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast is a weekly production partnership between Agrinovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. Before we sign off this week, I do want to mention Agrinovus has opened registration for its 2019 Ag Bioscience Innovation Summit. It will be November 20th, and this year I'll be joined uh, joining as a featured speaker. I'm looking forward to that. And to learn more and to register for, for this really uh, important event, it's November 20th, the Ag Bioscience Innovation Summit, just big. Uh, visit agronovusindiana.com backslash summit. I'm Gary Dick. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Libby Fritz and Joe Ullery, and was recorded on location at Launch Fishers. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.